0: Welcome to an audio newspaper full of very unserious, partially real stories that the world needs to hear. More listening and less reading than a newspaper, but equally as sexy. This is Paper News Out Loud. Hello and good evening. I'm your host, Diane Weathersby.
1: Hello and good morning. I'm your co-host, Florence Strumsby. Thank you for listening to Paper News Out Loud. Extra, extra,
0: read all about it. As any good, loyal, loving listener noticed, we definitely missed a week. I know you were concerned about whether or not one of us was eaten by a bear, even though (laughs) no one contacted us about our status as living beings. That's fine. I get it. You're busy. Anyway, we didn't die or get horrifically mauled, and we missed a week intentionally. We are going to be releasing every other week for at least the next couple months, Believe it or not, but this actually does take some effort, and it's been a little too much to handle since I abandoned my people in Wisconsin. This means that if you haven't had time to catch up on the backlog, you can do that. Or check out other great shows on the Almost Better Network, like Almost Better Than Silence. Or check out some of my personal favorites, but yeah. Or the Amateur Animal Psychic. They just released a new episode that I listened to, and it was awesome. This is another great time to plug our podcast into your friend's ears so you have something to talk about together. My personal favorite way to get someone to listen to something is to volunteer to drive somewhere and then trap them in my car for 1 to 14 hours listening to my favorite things until they are indoctrinated and as in love with my favorite podcast as I am. Hey, Florence, want to go on a road trip?
1: Like, weirdly, I've all of a sudden become busy and I no longer am physically capable of traveling places in cars. It's very strange, very unfortunate.
0: That's perfect. I'll just come to your house and board up all the doors and we can listen to all my favorite podcasts.
1: Then you can't escape from the, from the podcast. Exactly.
0: They, are, they will permeate your eardrums eternally.
1: But yeah, if you have any questions about this every other week deal going on, just like ask us or email us or tweet us. Like, I think it's pretty straightforward and yeah. all of you are smart people and we'll be able to figure it out. But if you have any questions about release dates, let us know.
0: Just when Tuesday comes, just think. It's like when you get paid. If you get paid biweekly, just think, hmm, did I get a new episode of Paper News Out Loud last week? And if you did, then there won't be one on this Tuesday. But if you didn't there will be an episode. And if you're subscribed, no problem. It'll just pop up. Hopefully.
1: Then you don't have to worry. No worries. <laughs> no worries at all.
0: You won't have a care in the world. Anyway, should we dive right into this headline?
1: I'm diving headfirst.
0: Into the headline.
1: Okay, we took a survey of our listeners by monitoring all their conversations through the camera on their phone. Like you do. What was this survey about, you ask? We asked our unwilling listeners if they enjoyed grocery shopping, what their favorite part of grocery shopping was, and what would improve their grocery shopping experience. Were you part of this survey? The chances are very good. Also, please update your online banking password. We accidentally saw it and feel terrible and cannot get over the guilt, so please go and change it.
0: I did use it to buy some coffee, but like I need it, so please just give me
1: that. It's your charitable donation. You can add it to your taxes. It's tax deductible. (laughs) Anyway, you're all probably dying to know the results of this survey. Here they are. Eight out of ten listeners admitted to their loved ones and friends that they do not like grocery shopping. The one duck that was interviewed stated that they felt neutral about grocery shopping because the bread is always brought to them.
0: Interesting method.
1: Uh, I know. (laughs) All of the surveyees said they like grocery shopping because it meant they got to eat food, and they like food. Two of ten listeners went grocery shopping and insisted that they weren't going to get Oreos to their loved ones and close friends, but did, in fact, get Oreos. There is a good chance that one of your loved ones might be hiding Oreos from you. And lastly, one of the things that our listeners said was that they just wish shopping would be more fun. Follow closely by wishing that people wouldn't walk so slowly or stand in the middle of the aisle as to block your cart from getting through. So all very helpful results to point us in the right direction on how to improve grocery shopping.
0: How to be a better human in general, really. Just get out of the way. Thank you.
1: I know. You don't need to stand in the middle of the cart and then glare at me, or the middle of the aisle and then glare at me when I'm trying to get through. I'm just trying to shop. That's all I'm saying. Also,
0: grocery stores just make the aisles wider. Thank you.
1: Oh my gosh, like Target, they've got such big carts at Target and I think they intentionally made all their grocery aisles too narrow so you cannot fit two Target carts in it side by side. That's just
0: poor planning. I demand answers. Who is responsible for this catastrophe?
1: Okay, so these are some pretty comprehensive and obvious results because it's something that we all feel. Probably because the overlords at Walmart Supercenter tell us to feel that way. So we here at Paper News Out Loud wanted to educate you all about an entity that can help you escape from the dark, scaly clutches of Walmart Supercenter. It's your local farmer's market. What? Now, listeners, since you're listening and not seeing, you wouldn't know that a confetti gun just went off in the background, and it was very cool. All the confetti was made out of locally sourced spinach. Anyway, summer is just around the corner for a lot of us, and that means that many of us will be soon blessed. With farmers markets. For all of you that live in climates that allow for growing crops year round, please let me live with you. I am clean, I will bring a cat, essentially the perfect roommate. So, the idea behind a farmers market is simple, but where did this tradition start exactly? Well, that's hard to say because people have been selling food to other people around the world for literally all of time. Throughout history, markets were an essential part of getting food and for farmers to make a profit from their crops. In the 1700s, towns and cities in the United States and Europe were designed to include a space for a market. For example, Lancaster, Pennsylvania's city planners penciled in a 120-square-foot lot smack in the middle of the town, specifically for the farmers' markets. In the United States, farmers' markets were the way to do it. Consumers would buy fresh produce, meat, more meat, and baked goods, That is, until modern roads and refrigeration attacked. With these advances, supermarkets and large grocery stores became top dog for shopping and the farmers markets faded out. Until, that is, a farmers market renaissance sparked up about 20 years ago. Some of the first modern farmers markets started in California and New York City, but then increased in popularity across the United States. A big reason for this surge is growing concern for consuming quality organic and or locally grown produce and protecting the livelihood of small farmers instead of feeding into huge corporations, which is something that I can get behind. If you've never been to a farmer's market before, here are some of my personal favorite things about them. Baked goods. Yes, a lot of modern grocery stores have bakeries, but not like these. These baked goods are fresh as shit. You can just munch on your raspberry danish while you browse the vendor selections. People would look at you weird if you did that at Target, if you were just started eating pastries at Target, but not at the farmer's market.
0: You might even get arrested if you started doing that at Target.
1: Oh, yeah, like Thievian. Mm-hmm. Number two is vegetables smell like dirt. The, smel- the smells bring you closer to the vegetables so that you can know the vegetables and then buy the vegetables that speak to your soul the most. You smell the dirt and then are taken back to simpler times when you would lay in the grass and stare up in the clouds. Something tugs at your soul. What's that? A beautiful bunch of beets? You buy those beets because they spoke to you on a deeper level. You make a delicious salad with those beets. You feel happiness.
0: I do just want to jump in here and say that I've never felt happiness eating a beet.
1: (laughs) Not even pickled beets?
0: Especially not pickled beets. Do you remember when that jar of pickled beets spilled in our fridge that one time?
1: That was the worst. It was so sticky and it was so messy. It
0: was like five years ago. (laughs) Good times. I bet that fridge is still pink from the catastrophe.
1: Oh, man. So another good thing about the farmer's market is that people bring their dogs. Yes, 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 yes. yes. (laughs) As with any good outdoor activity, people bring their dogs. So... You're munching on your raspberry Danish, and then you can pet a dog. It's just kind of the perfect day. Okay, and the last obvious thing that make farmer's markets so great is maple syrup. This is a big one for me. If you have ever bought real, authentic maple syrup in the grocery store, you know for a fact how much that business can cost.
0: We're not talking about Mrs. Butterworth or anything like that, like actual, like real maple syrup.
1: It's the best thing in the entire world. Oh, gosh, it so is. At the farmer's market, you can snag the sweet nectar of the gods for a lot less. I ran out about four months ago, and I'm stubbornly holding off buying more maple syrup until the farmer's market where I live opens up again. Only two more months, people. I can do this. Um,
0: Unless they never get to tap the trees because it won't stop snowing. Like, the sap is not going to flow in this weather. It's terrible. <laughs> it's-
1: Frozen in the trees.
0: Um, Or if you're lucky and you have um, family members that make maple syrup, they will give it to you by the jar for free. And it is honestly the best gift I've ever gotten.
1: It's so good.
0: And it's so good. There's nothing better. And then you put it on your Mm -hmm. ice cream. Nothing better than, like, real maple syrup. Now I want waffles (laughs) so bad with ice cream. And maple
1: syrup. (laughs) And maple syrup. Okay, so these are the obvious benefits of hitting up your local farmer's market. Here are the not-so-obvious benefits, starting with number one. All farmer's markets are portals to the Illuminati. The resurgence of the farmer's market started up 20 years ago. If you draw a triangle around the number 20, it looks like a triangle. Illuminati confirmed. If you ever find a vendor selling dragon fruit, that's how you know you're in. Knock on the table three times. No one has ever returned to tell us what happens after you knock, but we know it's the Illuminati,
0: and that means it's good because it's so good that they never want to come back.
1: <laughs> Illuminati first. You heard the news out loud first. Important Illuminati here. updates.
0: <laughs> Breaking the news. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Um,
1: number two is if you buy radioactive produce at the farmers market. You might become a superhero with fruit or vegetable superpowers. What does that look like exactly? Imagine shooting pumpkins out of your wrists at enemies. You would be unstoppable. What you do with these powers is up to you.
0: Oh my god, unlimited pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. What more could you want?
1: It would just be like, kutunk, kutunk, kutunk. and there'd be like four <laughs> pumpkins. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I guess it kind of depends at um, the speed that you can shoot the pumpkins out of your wrist. Because if they just like slowly like drip and fall down <laughs> to the ground, it's not super effective. But if you can like shoot them out like cannon, like a rifle, yeah. or something, just boom, boom, <laughs> pumpkin face! Your enemy, pumpkin face. You know why they became pumpkin face? They were a civilian that got caught in the crossfire, <laughs> and a pumpkin got stuck on their head. And now, are you good or are you evil? The lines are blurred. Find out on the next edition of Adventures into Super Food Man.
1: <laughs> Comic Chronicle. to be released. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, everyone knows that farmers markets are notoriously easy for ghosts to haunt due to their open spaces, daylight, and fresh air. All the things that ghosts love.
0: In abundance. Of ghost peppers.
1: <laughs> <Ba-dumps>. <laughs> Perhaps you'll get lucky and see some ghosties on your farmer's market journey. And finally, did I mention that you have the opportunity to see dogs? Dogs. <laughs> I can't have a dog yet, so
0: I have to mooch on everybody else's dog. Dogs.
1: I thought you were just going to be like, dogs.
0: I was. And then I'll say <laughs> Maybe I'll edit it so it's like <laughs> Dogs. Be a new ringtone. Dogs. Dogs.
1: Dogs. <laughs> and the next 30 minutes of this episode will just be a loop of Diane saying the word dog.
0: <laughs> it won't be a loop, like, actually, it will literally be Diane saying dogs, dogs, dogs. <laughs> like I do every time I see a dog.
1: Okay, so regardless of why you go, it's fun to go to a farmer's market, even if you don't buy anything. Let us get out there Let us, let us get out there and support local businesses and farmers. The end. Amen. Every
0: time I think about a farmer's market, I think about the episode of Parks and Rec where there's a farmer's market and it's so good.
1: While visiting a museum of fine and beautiful art, this particular piece waddled across the floor towards me and shouted, I'm actually an email. I look like art, but I'm an email and I knew right away that it was a community art submission. This wordscape comes from listener Rebecca. It is a poem. I will now describe what it looks like. It is all italicized, which is how you know it's fancy. Black, sans-serif text on a white background. There are run-on sentences, but because it's art, it looks good and it makes sense. But it doesn't make sense at the same time. It makes me feel a little bit sad, like I want some cookie dough, And reminds me that I need to pay my target red card balance. Because I'm sad. Here's what the words say. To get started, I am made up almost entirely of knots that snag on each other and leave lumps underneath cheap cotton sheets until someone, Grandma, runs tired hands over the interrupted surface, shaking their head, whispering, Why, that'll never do. I am two cents short of that brand new impulse by the one that will fill your soul with material purpose, with plastic silk or glass purpose. You want that thing to smile at, but instead you got me. Two cents short of happiness. To end with, I am the sympathetic smile from a friend, coworker, aunt, audience when a joke tumbles to the floor, a plate of spaghetti leaving a silent mess on the carpet, a whirlwind in my own life that can't tell when the story is over. I am unapologetically what I am, unable to change, not wanting to change. I am an interruption to the question, who do you think you are? I am the end of the story that was created for me.
0: Can I just say, holy shit, nice job, Rebecca.
1: Like, big big shout out, Rebecca. happy you got that sentient um, art to deliver that to us. Yes, thank you, Rebecca. Now (laughs) Now that's a poem. Um, again, a big thanks to Rebecca for sending that sentient art frame our way. We love getting community art, so you can send your submissions to us at alternate reality productions at gmail.com. It doesn't have to be a poem; it could be a photo of your feet.
0: Absolutely not. Don't. It could be though. Don't do that.
1: Okay, or it could be some sort of sculpture or a sung song. I'm
0: okay with those things.
1: It will receive the highest honor. Being tweeted out on our Twitter for the world to hear. You do not want to miss this opportunity, people.
0: The only thing worse than losing your chapstick is accidentally buying 37 boxes of chapstick in replacement. When the disgruntled UPS delivery driver came to drop off my packages, she arranged the boxes in a pattern on my front step. When arranged in such a way, the boxes said, Dear Florence and Diane... I'm in charge of feeding a lot of people. They're wonderful and I love doing it, but I literally have to go to the store three times a day. It's becoming such an issue that other customers think I work there. I've stopped telling them that I don't because I know the answers to their questions, so it's just easier to help them out. The store offered me health insurance, which is nice, but I'm basically invincible, so it's not really necessary. I need to find a way to reduce my time spent in the store. Please help. I'm so sick of their jingle. Sincerely, shopped out in Santa Fe. Grocery shopping is one of the absolute worst things that I am ever tasked to do. I can physically feel your pain. Thank you. And reached out post haste to WikiHow to help us help you. With their help, you should be able to
1: reduce the time
0: you spend in the grocery store to once a month.
1: That would be amazing, because I go every week.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you listen, Florence, because there are some golden nuggets in what I'm about to say to you right now.
1: Lay it down, girlfriend.
0: The first thing you need to do is prepare to go shopping, obviously. How do I do that, you wonder, aloud, staring unprepared at a closed fridge door? Never fear. Diane is here. Take inventory of what you have. This is pretty much common sense. If you keep forgetting you already bought black beans, you're going to end up buying more every time you go, and that's how you end up with 42 cans of black beans, and you have to eat them every day for a year, which has never happened to me. Why are you looking at me like that?
1: (laughs) As you're eating black beans straight from the can.
0: (laughs) I can't stop. (sniffs)
1: That was
0: horrific. (laughs) (laughs) Check your fridge, cupboard, cellar, holes in the wall, Under the fridge, the false floorboard in your bathroom, the blades of your ceiling fan, pantry, and chest freezer you forgot you bought off Craigslist a few months ago and stored in your shed for any food you may have forgotten you already purchased. Sometimes, you realize you have more food than you thought you did, such as black beans. Whenever you make a meal, update the list to remove ingredients you used. This can also give you inspiration on what to make next. If you look at your list and see that you have bell peppers, cheese, and angel tears, you know you're halfway to a really great casserole. Remember to add the ingredients you purchase to the list after you go shopping. This is important. Keep the list visible so you don't forget the list that you made to keep you from forgetting the ingredients you bought. Some good places to put it are the fridge, inside of your oven, and at the backs of your eyelids. Wherever you keep it, Make sure it's in a place that is easily accessible so it doesn't become an extra chore to update your list.
1: Paint it on your wall with some bright red paint, you know? Do what you gotta do.
0: Exactly. Genius. It can be like a statement wall. Everyone needs to decorate more, in my opinion. Make sure you save your receipts. This will help you track your progress. It might still feel like you are going to the grocery store all the time if you are going once a day, But if you compare that to where you started, you still reduced your trips there by two-thirds. That is impressive. You can also use your receipts to track any needless spending. Simply cross off or highlight the things on your list that you used when you used them. I did this for a few weeks and discovered that every time I went shopping, I impulsively bought seven pieces of 10-foot rebar, which is a steel bar used to reinforce
1: concrete. A common purchase that we all make at least once in our lifetime.
0: (laughs) I was shocked to discover that I never used any of them before my next shopping trip. That was something I could easily take off my shopping list until I started using the rebar I already had. It's saving me over $42 a trip.
1: Holy moly.
0: Right? Plan out your meals for the month. If you have plans that include going out to eat or spending time at a friend's house...
1: Who make who cooks for you.
0: Which is super nice.
1: So got leftover
0: turkey chili. Uh. <laughs> anyway, if you have plans that involve eating somewhere else, you don't have to plan a meal for those times. Yippee! If you are like me and have no friends in which to do anything with, it is best to plan for at least three meals a day, plus sadness snacking in the afternoon, and bonus snacking before bed. Yes, the way I eat meals is more like grazing, similar to the meal planning processes of a cow. Whenever I'm hungry, bored, angry, sad, scared, or lonely, it's time to stick my face to the ground and eat. This makes planning simple. I buy a lot of dry foods like nuts and vanilla wafers that I can scatter around the room for whenever I'm hungry. Meal planning changed my life. For you, however, it may not be so simple. I understand that you are in charge of feeding a lot of people. When planning meals, try to keep your recipes simple and repeat as needed. Come up with themed nights like Taco Tuesday, Walleye Wednesday, or Follow Boy Friday. This gives you some structure and takes the load off coming up with something to prepare every day. It is also helpful if you can prepare large batches of things and then plan on having a leftover day once or twice a week. Then, when they ask you what is for supper, you can say, must go. And they reply, what is that? And you say, must go. As in everything must go. Hilarious. Oh. My mom's favorite joke. <laughs> Ever since I left Lawrence's basement crawl space, I really miss gorging myself on their leftovers, like the aforementioned turkey chili.
1: And now I have to deal with a lot more food, so we're all we're all learning how to be different people now.
0: Instead of cooking less.
1: <laughs> I have leftover pasta that normally I would just pawn off on, um, on Diane here, but now I need to eat it myself.
0: Dang, I could really go for some pasta right now. Have you looked into um, a drone to airdrop food to me yet?
1: <laughs> working on it. <laughs> maybe some we government regulation.
0: <laughs> maybe we can partner with Amazon. <laughs> They're big fans of the show hmm Probably. Um, okay, next. Before you even go shopping, you need to get into extreme couponing. Maybe money is of no issue to you, but for the rest of us sorry suckers, it is. Scavenge local newspapers, online ads, Groupon, and trash compactors for discounts for things you already buy. Make sure you are looking for coupons for things you actually need. You're not helping yourself if you buy curtains for 50% off if you don't need curtains. That is not a deal, no matter how tempting. You can try bribing the cashiers, but in my experience, they have no control over pricing and are not going to risk losing their job to get you a deal. You'd have better luck trading a kidney to the troll under the bridge. No, not Linda under I-94. Borland over on I-80. He always has got the best deals and for some reason always needs kidneys. I'm too afraid to ask why. Anyway... Once you're in Borland's preferred member club, he'll send you great coupons and invite you to a social once a month. Florence, have you tried um Borland's deals yet?
1: You know, I'm a little afraid to cuz I have a lot of um ongoing packs with gnomes and they just don't get along with Borland, so I just don't want to, you know, ruin my current current situation yeah. here.
0: No, you're so right. That's been ugh, that's been such a long feud that no one really even knows where it began and right now it's just like retaliation. I, I don't know, but I've, I've had success with Borland's um, Preferred mm-hmm. Member Club, so I do I still recommend it. Make sure you bring your own anesthetic for the kidney that's not provided. Um, also, before you go shopping, you need to make a shopping list, obviously. So you can do this by examining your inventory list for what you run out of or are getting low on. If you found a new recipe you've been dying to try, add those ingredients to the list. This list will guide you on your quest to the supermarket. And please, please don't forget it at home or work. Florence, tell the listener how often you forget your list. Tell them, Florence. It's all the fucking
1: time. And sometimes sometimes it makes it with me all the way to the grocery store parking lot, and then I leave it in my car.
0: That is the best. And then you're already in the grocery store with your mm -hmm. cart, and you have, like, a couple things in your cart, and then you're like, gosh dang it, I don't have my list.
1: I'd say I forget about 75% of the time. Like, that is not even a joke. That is real life.
0: You definitely need to find a better place to put your list, like previously stated. (laughs) Okay, so after completing this multitude of steps and tasks that I've given you, you are ready to go shopping. Hopefully, with practice, you can get this down to once a month. So that's a tricky goal, I know, because if you want, like, fresh produce, you'll have to go more frequently, um, maybe try shooting for once a week to start with, but if you, like, really need to get down to once a month, cause like, I get it, I've worked in retail, the jingles, the songs, they will drive you crazy. So I believe in you. You can do this. I do. I truly believe in you. Shopped out in Santa Fe. So you need to plan your shopping trip for the right day. So every Wednesday at 2.17pm is the absolute, undisputed, best time to enter the supermarket. This is when the fewest people shop, and the discounts are the best, and the sample sizes are the largest. The Earth's magnetic poles are vibing in such a way for it to be possible. But be warned, the reason most people don't shop at this time, despite the benefits, is because this is also the time that a spectral pterodactyl appears in the dairy section, coincidentally having been summoned by the magnetic poles vibing. Prepare to be asked a lot of intrusive questions by the spectral pterodactyl while making an uncomfortable amount of eye contact with it. If you can get through that, you'll be fine shopping at this time. Make sure to leave by 3.56. If you stay past that, you'll run the risk of getting caught in a time loop. Efficiency is key.
1: Maybe just carry a timer with you, like a kitchen timer, Mm. and then it'll go off and you know that you just need to full-blown sprint out of the store without paying for any of your groceries.
0: Yeah. Heist. Before the
1: time loop, mm-hmm.
0: exactly. Yeah, it would be so much better to just not get your groceries and be caught in a time loop with uncomfortable pterodactyls. It's not great. Another tip for shopping is that you should go shopping alone. Florence mm-hmm. can personally attest to this one. I take my time and I like to look at literally everything. This really bogs Florence down. I am a huge distraction. In order to minimize your time at the grocery store, make sure you aren't taking me or anyone else with.
1: Like literally between you and my fiance, you're like both the longest. Like you just want to look at things and like debate (laughs) and calculate which is the better deal per ounce of food. And I just can't deal with that.
0: I recognize that. I realize that my need to smell just about every single bar of soap before I choose which bar of soap to buy is debilitating. But I do it anyway. You are you. Yeah, that's why I get stuck in a time loop so frequently. I've gotten really good at breaking out, though. Anyway, Mm -hmm. you can email me for more information on that. When you're at the store, you need to minimize distractions. I don't know about your grocery stores, but mine has TVs on every single wall, a jousting tournament, on the hour, every hour in the frozen sections, and the entire store is set up in a massive ball pit. It's easy to spend your whole day there. If you are worried about distractions, bring horse blinders with you and affix them to your own head. You won't get distracted by anything in your peripherals and can focus on the task at hand. Wear a t-shirt or a hat that makes you entirely unapproachable so you won't have to make conversation. Something like, I don't think puppies are that cute, or Parks and Recreation is an overrated television show. Everyone will be disgusted by your clothing choice and give you a wide berth. Take care not to make it too extreme because you don't want people picking fights or throwing tomatoes at you. Those things would qualify as distractions. Honestly, my examples might be too extreme. I would fight anyone wearing either of those shirts. While you're at the store, you need to buy in bulk. Out of all the tips I have given you, this one will probably have the most impact on reducing your time spent at the store. If you need to invest in a semi truck to get all your groceries home, I recommend it. It's worth the time saved. Buying in bulk is usually cheaper, too, and that'll help you pay for the semi <laughs> and to get your CDL license.
1: No small fees.
0: <laughs> pay with a credit card if you know you are going to pay, pay it in full every month. Some places recommend that you pay with cash because it feels more real and then you're more accountable to it. I prefer a credit card because it's a great way to stack up on rewards, and if you pay it in full every month, you don't have to worry about paying interest. Um, With the amount of things that you are buying, you could really be getting the cash back. Borland, the troll, under I-80, offers a really great credit card to go with his preferred member program. He doesn't do a credit check, but he will ask you about your dental history. It doesn't influence the credit card decision, he just wants to know. Again, I'm too afraid to ask why. You get 5% back and an invitation to one extra social a month and a large members-only bash every June. Totally worth it. Oh, just because you did the shopping doesn't mean we are done yet. Now you have to organize your haul. Put your food away quickly. Challenge yourself and set a timer to see how fast you can do it. The time to beat is 0.5 seconds per grocery item. You can enter to win a global competition for speed grocery putting away just by screaming, Are you ready, kids? at the manager of the grocery store before you leave. They'll send the spectral pterodactyl to come time you to see if you qualify for Borland's Grocery Olympics. First prize is eternal glory, so like, that's pretty cool, but second prize is a custom set of fridge magnets. I am really gunning for that second place spot. Then, you need to organize your food. Make sure you know what needs to be eaten first and what can be saved for the end of the month. For example, cake first, beans last, ice cream first. Asparagus last. It might be helpful to group ingredients by what meal they go with. All your Taco Tuesday ingredients in one place, and your Follow Boy Friday ingredients in another.
1: For Fall Out Boy Friday, do you just eat, like, the meat of Patrick Stump? Like, I just don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> no, you eat meals inspired by the music. Okay. Clearly. Just
1: making sure you're not eating human flesh. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Carry no, on.
0: I... <laughs> That's ridiculous. You could possibly use colored stickers in some way to help you. I don't really know what that would look like, but just find a system that works best for you and stick to it. Also, learn how to freeze items properly. This can help um, prolong the produce's life. Start utilizing that chest freezer you purchased on Craigslist. Wrap and label food that goes into the freezer so you know what it is and how long it's been there. Set up a system and stick to it. It is helpful to buy meat in bulk. You might be able to find a local farmer that you know raises their livestock responsibly and with kindness that you can purchase your meat from. This will save time on trips to the grocery store and also save you money by buying in bulk. And also, you know how your cows, pigs, chickens, etc. are being treated. As you know, grocery shopping is a vicious cycle from which we will never escape. So once you go shopping, start this process over again. Make sure to keep updating your list and keep track of your meals. It probably won't be perfect the first time, and you'll have to reevaluate and adjust. I still find myself drawn towards the rebar section, but with practice, you can get past those impulses. I hope that you experience success in reducing your time spent at the grocery store. Hey, Florence, can you pull the strain into the motivation station? Choo-choo. I have one heck of a time drinking enough water. It's boring, and it's boring, and then I pee all the time. I hate it. But I know that it is necessary for life, so I do it to sustain my own life. How do you make sure you are drinking enough water in the
1: day? Well, I have a friendly elephant who I allow to splash around in a pond near me all day. Whenever I don't drink water for 20 minutes, The elephant sprays me with pond water, and I am forced to drink the water that was not only in the pond that the elephant was playing in, but also in the elephant's nose, because the trunk of the elephant is its nose. Think about what the inside of your nose is like. Do you want to drink water from that? No. Nose. (laughs) Nose. (laughs) You knows what I mean? You knows
0: what I'm saying? (laughs) You knows what I'm getting at?
1: So not having to drink that nasty water is really what keeps me walking to the water cooler all day long. Hey, Diane, how about you?
0: Thanks for asking. Well, let's think. What else needs water? That's right, all living things, specifically houseplants. Unfortunately, houseplants don't need as much water as I, a respirating human being, does. I like having plants because they are easy to take care of, yet they depend on me for life since I trapped them in pots and brought them inside. Anyway, I have a matrix of plants set up so that one plant always needs water whenever I do. It's become a habit to take a drink of water whenever I water a plant. I carry several plants with me at all times in a sort of plant suit. Not only do I drink more water, but they also keep the bugs away. A win-win, really.
1: So just try to drink more water today. Whatever you have to do. Some people have an app. If you're lame, you can try that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's our challenge for you this week, listener, is to drink the correct amount of water. Don't drink too much. And remember, I learned through a class that you can only absorb so much water at a time. So, like, don't just chug a bunch because you'll just pee it right out. Drink throughout the day. This is a PSA from Paper News Out Loud.
1: We care about your health. Okay, so today I shot a pumpkin out of my wrist and then accidentally knocked over an oil lamp, which tumbled into the void in the closet. I heard terrified screaming, so I shut the closet door. That's a telltale sign that the podcast is coming to an end. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to what we had to say. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Paper News Out Loud for more great episodes. If you like what you heard a lot, leave us a review on iTunes saying what you liked. It's really helpful. Um, Please include your favorite flavor of water and brand of water.
0: If you're in love with what you heard, go grocery shopping, buy spray paint, and then spread the message of this podcast on every building you encounter on your way home. Everyone's favorite way to discover new podcasts is through illegal street art. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe Pinecast. We rely on word of mouth, so if you like us, please tell someone. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank My Muse, My Life, My Reason for Living, Watered Down Power Raid. I also want to thank Jake Harrison for allowing us to use his track titled five off his album found on SoundCloud. Thanks, Jake. You can find this music through the link or by searching at this.
1: And if you like that poem from Rebecca that we read in today's episode, um if you try submitting your own art to community art for us to read and then maybe you'll like it as much as you like that poem you can submit this art to us um through email at alternate reality productions at gmail.com do it slide into them dms
0: the the d's direct emails
1: <laughs> The, de- the Dems.
0: <laughs> check out other shows on the almost better network Thank you, Almost Better Network, for having us. You can find all the shows at almostbetter.net. Tweet us at realityoutloud. Use the hashtag thoughts and then actually begin to think weirder thoughts. Share with your friends. We hope you learned a thing and made a laugh. If you do find Borland under I-80, can you please tell them that we referred you? I'm working on my referrals and I get a really sweet reward.
1: <laughs> I think I want to make a joke. Where I say, we almost like the Almost Better Network than other networks, but I'm not sure if that's not tasteful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Almost Better Network is almost better than other networks. <laughs> 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 this has been Almost oh. Better than News, a Paper News Out Loud production from Alternate Reality Productions, Florence and Diane, True Life of Zach and Cody.
1: Amen. Hashtag bless.
0: Thank
1: you, Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm stopping.
0: <laughs> Goodbye okay. and good night.